Hey, what's up everyone? This is Drew and I want to welcome you back to Learn How to See Better. And in today's episode, I want to talk about a uh, little bit of a challenging topic and I'm going to call this one Difficult Transitions. And I think it's one of those things that applies to all of us a little bit actually. It applies to us when we look at different stages of life that we're going through. It applies to us as we mature and have other natural transitions, um, like maybe going from one school to the next, or maybe going from one job to the next, or for some people going from uh, one spouse to the next, right? Um, so I think there's those those instances where we need to be cognizant of the fact that certain transitions in life can be a little bit difficult from time to time. And one of those that come to mind is actually one I just got done dealing with a few minutes ago, right? You know, it's the fall season or we're transitioning from summer to, to fall and it's the time for the little ones um, to be going back to school. And I was literally just dropping off my four-year-old at, uh, at school and it's a school he's been attending uh, for some time. He loves the school, he loves the teacher, everything's all well and good. It's a place he's very familiar. As a matter of fact, he's actually, uh, quote unquote, the big man on campus now, you know, before the uh, kindergarten years start and all that good stuff. And um, one of the things I've noticed is now that we just got done, you know, treating the kids to an amazing summer, uh, full of new experiences, education, vacation, fun times, quality time with family, friends, you name it, is that, you know what, for all of us, kids, adults included, uh, there's sometimes difficulty in making that transition. Like, oh my gosh, I've been, you know, you remember you're a kid in the summertime, you know, you're in the swimming pool. Oh my goodness, I've been in the pool for maybe an hour, but I just don't want to get out. I don't want to, you know, end all that fun of splashing around, fun in the sun, good time, fun in games. And similarly, I can even think to when I went back to school, you know, being a lot younger, you know, summer was so great. Like, oh, the last thing I want to do is do something that's less fun than what I'm doing now. And for most kids, school can generally seem like a not fun place to go. You know, oh, school is work, so difficult, blah, blah, blah. You know, that's probably its own uh, separate issue in itself that I could spend some time talking about. But for the time being, we all know that natural feeling, right? And so today, you know, being a Monday, dropping my little guy off at school uh, you know I gave him a little you know special treat for breakfast we we're running a little bit late because he, he got some good sleep and I wanted to make sure he was charged up for the day but what ended up happening was you know you find that everything's fine on the way to school when I'm giving him his little um, his little snack to start the day and all is well and we pull into the parking lot and everything's fine we talk about how we're going to have a great day and then I go to actually, you know, set him down, drop him off at school. Then all of a sudden he gets super clingy and starts to tell me how he doesn't want me to go. And then he starts to crank out the, uh, the manufactured tears. And, you know, it's one of those things where, of course, you know, your little one, you know, craving to be with you and spend a little bit more quality time. Um, it's totally natural to just have your heart melt like butter. Um, but, you know, I've also seen this before and it's one of those things where it's like, okay, you know, yeah, there might be a little bit of, of separation anxiety there, but you're in such a familiar place with familiar people. A, you know, this isn't, this isn't common. This isn't, uh, this isn't par for the course, as they say. And I could also tell that it was one of these things where all of a sudden, you know, my little one just decided he was going to kind of put on this drama show. 
And I've seen it before. It's not like I've you know, just moved in with the kid. I've been knowing him his whole life. And so I was a little bit less sympathetic because you know, we talked about how you're gonna have a great day and everything was fine. And it was only at the last minute that he decides he wants to you know, essentially uh, put on this performance about not wanting to go to school and school is this and school is that. And it's like, man, those aren't your true beliefs. You're just saying that right now to, uh, to elicit a response from me. And I'm not going to cave into that right now. And it's a difficult transition for me too. I want my kid to feel like he's getting nothing but love and quality time. But there is those, uh, there are those separations um, that, that are set up and we want to have him in a good environment that's nurturing to him for his education, for his fun, for his social life, and even for his behavior. And uh, so this was one of those scenarios where, you know, he kind of wasn't having it. And he stood his ground and I stood mine. This, <laughs> we're both Gemini's. Um, but we were on opposite ends of the spectrum today, so it was a little bit uh, disappointing that he wanted to kind of put on this performance after I'd been giving him really the Royal King James treatment, but uh, he decided he wanted to flip the script on me and uh, act brand new. And so, you know, I tried to talk with him, tried to reason with him. <laughs> I eventually had to get a little assistance from the, from the teacher to pry him up away from me and just be able to calm him down. And because I know his routine, literally, at the time of this recording, like five minutes after the drop-off, he's going to be fine. He's going to be fine. The tears will have stopped. The drama will have ended. He'll be running around playing and completely changed his physiology, which is the good thing. But yeah, at the moment, I was a little agitated as, as a parent thinking, my goodness, you know, um, you know, if I were taking him over to, you know, the, uh, the outside playground or taking him over to, you know, grandma and grandpa's house, you know, he'd have, he'd have broke out, jumped out of the car, running, never to look back and acknowledge that, that daddy's even there, right? So part of it is that idea of, come on, man, why are you doing this to me right now? I could do without, you know? And uh, I just chuckled because, you know, to be fair, maybe he was just having a difficult transition. Maybe it's Monday morning. He didn't quite want to uh, plug in or, or change the frequency. I mean, a lot of people um, don't do well on a Monday morning, even at the job site. Um, there's many occasions where you kind of knew that certain people, <laughs> you, you would make sure that, to steer clear of them on Monday morning because they, they were a little bit prickly, right? They needed that morning cup of joe to get them going before they could transition into an agreeable mood. And so often we all may find ourselves in, in positions where it's a difficult transition. Uh, I was talking with a friend recently about, you know, just the idea of being able to take vacation and for me, you know, what I was talking about uh, a couple of episodes back about, you know, true vacations and new locations, that there'd been the programming instilled in me that it had almost become taboo to take a vacation because it, you know, it seemed to uh, emit the frequency that or, or the energy that you're, you know, less dedicated employee or that you're not, you know, as focused on the cause and committed. And, you know, a lot of that was just hogwash and you have to break those cycles. But similarly, on the back end of that equation, it can be a difficult transition to get back into work mode, right? If we've had, you know, a week or two um, relaxing with fun in the sun, man, the idea of work or to uh, get back into something that you've been doing as a routine um, can be a little bit less desirable. So maybe in this case, it's the idea of getting back to your exercise routine. Maybe it's the idea of getting back to your eating routine. Maybe it's getting back to your a consistent bedtime routine, right? Those are instances where we can easily find ourselves out of routine and finding it difficult to transition back into the things that we want to do 
uh, and know that we're capable of doing on the regular. I mean, I experienced it even this morning. I didn't stay up late last night, but uh, we knew we were getting back underway with the regular routine of the week and was glad to have uh, my wife and, and youngest child safely return from some travel that they were doing. And you know what? When that buzzer on my opportunity clock went off today at 5 a.m. as usual, my first thought was a little bit negative. It said, nope, not today. Insta snooze. Uh, hit that and but even when I did that I knew that okay you know in my mind I might have just killed this 5 a.m. alarm but I'm dedicated to get back into my routine so my backup alarm that I've set at 530 uh, when it went off what seemed like two minutes later there was no resistance to okay it's time get up let's go come on it doesn't matter how you feel you take the emotions out of it and a lot of instances when you when you find that difficulty in the transitions that you're dealing with it does become a little bit of an exercise and just take the emotions out. You know you know that you've agreed, committed, uh, you believe that a certain path is the right one and you're just going to go do it. You're just going to go get it. And um, that's part of what we have to remind ourselves when we're having difficulty in transition. It's kind of like, you know what, this shouldn't be a big deal. I've already in my mind committed to this. I've already stated uh, to the universe, to myself, maybe in a personal journal, maybe it's a commitment to a loved one in private that you are going to do X, Y, and Z, that you fully plan to execute on A, B, and C. So guess what? Let's go get it. The transition's only going to be difficult for a short period of time. I mean, just last week I had to, to, to go through the difficulty of transitioning to get back into the gym. I'd been on uh, one business trip that eh, I got some workouts in and, and that was good to kind of keep pumping the well. But then I was on vacation for a week and I didn't really pump the well. I kept my eating pretty clean and, uh, you know, I still got a lot of steps in the day and was out on the boat and getting some, you know, some physical uh, movement going. But it wasn't my traditional, you know, hammer time in the gym, so to speak. And so what I found is upon returning from uh, that vacation, the, the transition was a little bit difficult. You feel like you don't have all the energy that first day in the gym. But when you can remove the emotions from the equation and just start going through the motions, not going through the emotions, if you just go through the motions, what you'll find is that the action creates the feeling. And so often we will typically let the feeling drive the action and that's where you know you've got it backwards. The action drives the feeling of satisfaction. The action brings the satisfaction. I like that. That might be a quote that's taken, but I might run with it. <laughs> but the idea is how do you get through those difficult transitions is, is you just push a lot of times. That's how you do it. You push. You just take action without the emotion and you'll be able to get there. And so, you know what? Just in these five minutes that I've been talking, my little one, he's calmed down. He's eased in and transitioned into an, his environment, but he had a little difficulty. I get it. I spent some quality time with the boys this weekend and uh, did some great things, just the boys and dad. And I can imagine that Monday morning, you know, school just doesn't seem as fun, right? And, uh, you know, maybe that's one of the things that, that have to get fixed is to uh, create more of that positive energetic outlook towards school so that can always be deemed as uh, an enjoyable experience. That's probably the better logic and approach to take um, when we look at um, how we address it. But um, yeah, those difficult transitions, I think whether it's with the little ones, I think whether it's transition of the season, right, from the summer to fall, the back to school, um, people see it, you know, every year, you know, come January, it's transition out of holiday mode. We got to get up and go get it because we want to do what? <laughs> what are the two main resolutions everyone has? Make more money and lose some weight, right? At, at least amongst the masses, that's what you hear most commonly. 
And so those are also difficult transitions. But if you just look at the transition as a feeling and emotion that you know you can push past or push through, it becomes a lot more logical, right? Um, it's not a difficult transition to get back into the gym. It's a change of the attitude. It's not a difficult transition to move out of Thanksgiving and Christmas holiday cookie eating mode. It's just a transition in what you're thinking about and what you're focusing on. So for some of these transitions that I find is difficult, it's really just that transitional piece. Okay, you know what? I probably let the kids have their bedtime slip a little bit. And so that slipped into getting up a little bit later in the morning. And maybe they didn't have that runway to warm up this morning before it was time to start the school day. So that made the transition what? More difficult. So sometimes we can just talk through some of these scenarios and, and just look back at things and actually even see the answer hidden in our own explanation of the experience. But yeah, I thought I'd share a little bit about difficult transitions because yeah, I could pick on my four-year-old and say, oh man, you know, how come he's not transitioning into you know, Monday morning and ready to go back to school after a weekend filled with fun activities? It's like, well, what's it like for grownups? What's it like for me? What's it like for you, right? When are the times when you have a difficult transition? Is it when you get up in the morning? Sometimes we have difficult transitions just shutting it off at night, right? For those of us that are ambitious and always want to get more done in the day, all right, at some point, it's 11, it's 11.30, it's 12.30, it's 2 in the morning. You know, you need to have that transition to, uh, to rest time so that you can recharge the batteries and get going the next day. But sometimes our ambitions and managing those ambitions can create difficult transitions, right? You're so ambitious, you stay up way too late trying to get it done, get it done, get it done, get it done. You know, and then all of a sudden now you have you have the difficulty in turning it off to shut it off to transition into rest and then you're under rested and then now you're tired because, you know, you're trying to race and, and be up first thing after you burn the candle on the other end. And now you're having a difficult transition to the daytime, you know, and you need, you know, 3x, 4x, 5x, the, the typical amount of, of, of caffeine or other stimulant, because now you're trying to get going. You're trying to transition into the day. So there are instances where we can see our own behavior as adults and almost liken it to childlike, where if we step back from our own experience and say, well, if you're looking at another adult, um, all edgy and, and cranky <laughs> first thing in the morning that needs their cup of joe, um, you know, what, how would you evaluate that? separate from your own experience, right? It's a lot easier to evaluate someone else's situation than our own. But in those instances where we can easily pick on a four-year-old, we could probably pick on a, a 44-year-old or an 84-year-old and say, what sorts of, of difficulties do you have with the transitions in your life? Because uh, for all of us, it could just be a transition to attention. Um, there are more than enough occasions I can draw from where I was still in corporate and had young children and you're trying to disconnect, you're trying to transition from work life to family life. And if you're charged up in a work state of mind and focused on work tasks, you know, it's we have to train our brain to take that pause, to turn it off, to say, hey, you know what? Now is the time for me to shift and to be able to put energy and focus on making sure I shift my energy from work mode to family mode. Because in those instances that we don't, we'll find those transitions difficult and we become reluctant in our attitude. We become reluctant to give our little ones the full dose of attention that they need and deserve because we're struggling with the transition. We're actually reluctant in some cases because we want to stay in the mode that we're in. We're reluctant to transition out of you know being lazy to go in the gym because we're enjoying the laziness, right? So we have to notice that that is, again, an emotion that we're subscribing to 
And that's something that's really just a decision for us to change. Okay, I'm not going to, uh, you know, you know, live in the in the in the lap of lethargy. I'm just gonna change the channel, change the frequency. I've got the capacity. I've got the ability. I'm just going to uh, switch the attitude and create the result that I want to have. And so that's kind of one of the ways to hack those difficult transitions is to A, have that basic self-awareness that the difficulty we perceive is really just an emotion. And a lot of times if, um, if we struggle to make the conscious decision um, mentally, we can, we can hack that by just changing our inputs, right? If you're just in luxury mode, you may find that it's difficult to uh, shift back into work mode because you've got too much luxury and too much uh, laziness in your environment, right? Um, so if you are just hanging out by the pool <laughs> and trying to shift into, I need to get back into maybe doing some chores, well, you know, it's not going to get you any closer to getting those chores done if you just continue laying out by the pool, right? And so similarly for, you know, say in this case, the, the, the thing that got me, got me going today was the little one having the transition about starting their day. Sometimes it's just the inputs leading up to that event, reminding them how much fun they're going to have this week at school, reminding them of the things that they're going to learn today that are going to be exciting, reminding them of the special activities that are lined up for after school once they've you know eaten all their lunch or completed um, a certain number of tasks. You can give them that motivation for something they can look forward to and to help adjust uh, the attitude and the outlook of those difficult transitions. So. We'll see. I'm going to try some of these things out myself and get a little bit of practice because, you know, that's that's the beauty of it. You know, even as a parent of three, I don't have all the answers. I'm still learning every day. It's um, like the same way they call in, in law. It's a legal practice, a medical practice, a dental practice. You know, even though the experts might have all that training to be a doctor, lawyer, dentist, they're just practicing because they haven't seen it all. They're learning. And, and parenting is kind of like a practice because we don't know all the answers. There's not typically parenting school that comes like right when you get married and all these other um, domestic uh, instances where we have the opportunity to get educated. We just, you know, learn it on the fly. Love 101, money 101, parenting 101. You don't really even get the class unlocked until you're in it trying to figure out what to do. But uh, that's one of the things uh, that I look to get a little bit better at is helping uh, myself and helping my family benefit from mastering difficult transitions. And that's what I thought that uh, I would do here, where uh, as I'm in the process of learning how to see certain situations better, I would share my observations. Um, this is one of the ways I can reflect and start to look back at what were the events that took place? How did that unfold? How did it turn out? And so those different elements that I talk about, the, the vision, the introspection, the reflection uh, that, that help you actually learn how to see better. So uh, we're doing this one a little bit live, so to speak, and uh, on, on the fly because uh, I'm looking to master some of these difficult transitions because I've seen this before, right? The little ones, you know, they're, they're, they're not thrilled to start the school day, but, you know, by the end of the school day, they can't, you know, stop talking because they're telling you all the, the good things and exciting things that they did that day. So it's just helping them um, transition. And I've been there. I think we've all been there, right? Uh, those Monday mornings where you got to go, um, you got to go punch that clock. You got to go to the job that you maybe don't care for anymore. Uh, for me, I could be doing something that I enjoyed, but I had to get up early and go get on the plane and be gone for X number of days on the road and, and just working 24-7. Okay, there's those difficulties in transition. And a lot of them, uh, to, be, to be fair, can create a little bit of anxiety, right? 
And so, you know, making sure that we're aware of that and knowing that we've always got the power to adjust or change the frequency or at least reduce the amplitude of those frequencies, uh, we can really be in a position to take control of the experience that we're having when we are all out there managing difficult transitions. So that was what I wanted to share with you all today on this Monday morning as we uh, transition out of the summer and into the fall uh, season. Hopefully you all can get benefit from this and maybe tag somebody, share it with somebody that could benefit from these words. And uh, that's kind of the objective, to help everyone learn how to see just a little bit better. This is one of the great places you can start. So until next time, thank you all for your time and attention, and I can't wait to see you on the next episode. Well, all right. That was some great content, wasn't it? Why, thank you. I appreciate that. I'm glad you liked it. (laughs) This is your host, Drew Davis, and I want to thank you for listening to the Learn How to See Better podcast today. And don't forget to subscribe and tune in for future episodes and be sure to share with a friend if you are enjoying this content. Thanks and see you next time.